Reed's Ranch is proud to partner with Marcos Garza and the Garza Law Firm. Before you say guilty, say Garza. Marcos Garza and his team are the premier DUI defense lawyers in East Tennessee. They also do personal injury. They also do criminal defense. If you find yourself needing legal representation, support the man who supports us. Do whatever you can to get the best result possible for your case. Hiring Marcos Garza and his team is doing just that. Garzalaw.com, 865-540-8300. Let's get to the episode. I mean, this is the last stand. You're listening to The Unfiltered. Well, I hate to say I told you so. There's nothing to be done besides to get on Twitter and tweet to all my dumbass followers. (laughs) But I told you so. Hey, I told you so. The controversial. He's a dumbass. He can't do math. He's an idiot. He gets his hair cut at Walmart. Look at that shitty haircut. The realest podcast in the Southeast. Let the dogs loose. Let the goons be goons. 11 in a row. 11 in a row. 11 in a row. Enough. <laughs> 38 in a row. As in 38 on this point when we were whipping that ass. Ranch gang, stand up. The holy war is upon us. Welcome to Reed's Ranch, the podcast with Seth Hughes. Like, just quit acting like this is any fun at all. Another edition of Reed's Ranch coming at you June 25th. Seth Hughes joins us down in Alabama. What's up, Seth? Not much, John. Just another day. How you doing? Uh, I'm wearing this. I left my headphones at the radio, and I'm wearing this. $10 $10 gaming headphone I have, and it only goes on one ear, and I don't know if you've ever met me, but my head's really big, so it doesn't really fit on my head, so I can barely hear you, but it legit ruined my day. Like I was really mad as I was looking for my headphones, uh, yeah, but now I'm calm. I heard your voice. I've calmed down. Everything's good. Well, good. Did your, uh, did your new microphone come in? Yeah, it did today, actually. Okay. Uh, I got a new, mi- new microphone and a setup. I just didn't put it together yet. Mine came in yesterday night. I haven't even opened the box yet. but I opened the box. It seemed okay. Shout out to uh, Papa Hughes for coming through, sending us uh, a lead on some good deals. So hopefully we got two new mics, and I got something to like keep it from echoing. So hopefully next time we pod, uh, we will have that set up and ready to go. Yeah, that was a hell of a deal. Like 80, 80% off or whatever. Yeah, no, shout out to Papa Hughes. He came in clutch. So, yeah, I'm going to get mine set up here soon as well. So, um, still waiting on Kerry Blackshear. Yeah, I mean, so I know I can't be alone on this, but I have every expectation that he's not going to come to UT now. My expectation is that he's going to Virginia Tech. Staying at Virginia Tech? Yeah. I said today on the radio that I think that would make me the maddest out of all the scenarios. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's so like, I don't even know. Of course he's just going to up and decide to stay at this. They're not going to be any good. I mean, two weeks ago, a week ago, we were making fun of Virginia Tech fans, like the Virginia Tech fans on Twitter that were like spamming recruiting writers about how Kerry Blackshear loves Blacksburg. He really might stay. Don't count us out. Like, it was just, 
you know, they were like the meme that we always talk about of the dude crying, of the dude with the stoic face, but actually he's crying. He's not mad. He's actually laughing. Like, they were pitiful. Like, we were making fun of him. They're like, there's no way he's going back to that terrible program to play for a new coach. But of course he is. Of course he's going to go back to Virginia Tech. So that's where you're leaning now. He goes to Virginia Tech. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think he can leave him. He obviously is not a very decisive guy. No, no, he's obviously not decisive. And no one can, no one can accuse Kerry Blackshear of being impulsive. Like, and if you haven't been anywhere that like stands out so much that you've chosen them over where you're at, then like you're just going to end up going back to where you're at because you don't think the other places are better. I mean, that's just what it seems to me. Is this going to turn into just a big recruiting? Thing for Virginia Tech where he's going to say, you know, I looked around at all the best facilities in the SEC and I, I realized what I needed was just at home. We have everything at Blacksburg. And I love this guy who used to coach at Wofford last year. I mean, maybe, but it's not like it's, it's too late to recruit for this upcoming year. So I guess maybe Blackshear can help in the future. Like, they're not going to be any good, right? I mean, I don't think so. Didn't they lose players? Yeah, they lost at least one guy to the first round of the NBA draft. Okay, so, I mean... And, I mean, they hired Wofford's coach. They lost their coach. They lost their best player. I'm going to guess they're not replacing their best players with people like Josiah James. So, I mean, Tennessee's obviously in a better position than they are. So, of course, he's going back to Blacksburg. Like, right? I mean, we like we fend off Florida. We fend, So, we fend off Musselman in Arkansas. The new flashy coach at one of the best basketball schools in the SEC. We fend them off. Then we fend off Mike White in Florida, where he's from. Then the big dog comes in Kentucky, and we fend them off, too. We hold Kentucky off. All to get cucked by the Hokies. They didn't even play basketball until Buzz Williams. Like Seth Greenberg. Remember when we were growing up, Seth Greenberg would have that same team every year. They'd win like 20 games, and they would all be against really shitty non-conference teams. They would get like a one seed in NIT. They could never make the NCAA tournament. He never made the NCAA tournament. They didn't even have a basketball program until Buzz Williams, and he's gone. Their entire program is gone. They play in like a field house. I swear the the lights in that gym don't even all work. I watched them play one game against Virginia this year. It was in the dark. So we hold off people, we, we hold off programs that, that have gone to many Final Fours in our lifetime. Arkansas, Florida, Kentucky, to get cucked by a team that's played basketball for like five years. Because of course. Because of course. Why not? Well, if it makes you feel better, Kentucky and Florida aren't officially eliminated. Yeah, I mean, I saw, like, Florida now thinks they're back in it. Yeah, I mean, if that makes you feel better, he might still cuck us for Florida. Well, it doesn't because they don't even play center. They don't even play a center. And he's going to see 6'10". What is he going to do for them? He's going to shoot threes and show them he can play in the NBA, I guess. Like, hey, look at me. I'm, I'm out here handling the ball, shooting threes. Does he shoot threes? Yeah, yeah, he uh, shoots threes. Oh, well, hell yeah. 
I mean, it's going to really suck when he when he nails a three in the O-Dome next year when we're playing in Gainesville to beat us. But, I mean, good for him to be a 6'10 guy that can shoot threes. I mean, he, uh, there's something missing, though. Like, I mean, he's, he's a great college player. I, I, there's something missing because, I mean, he did not score well when he tested the NBA waters, right? Like he came back for a reason. They didn't, they, they didn't see him as a NBA player yet, which I mean, for somebody who's six ten, and last year hit, I mean, he only hit 33% of his threes, uh, which isn't good, but at least he shot 63 of them, I guess. So, I mean, when I say he hit threes, that's a little bit of an exaggeration. He's only hit 40 in his career and hit 21 of them last year. So, I mean, he shoots them, but kind of like how Wayne Chisholm shot them. Yeah. Like, if you go back and look at Wayne Chisholm, like, he wasn't hitting a high percentage. It's just he was doing it before big guys were shooting threes, really. So, it mm-hmm. was cooler. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know anything about, like, I mean, I don't know anything about the NBA, so I have no idea why his game doesn't translate. But it does seem weird that a 6'10 guy that's shooting, that can hit threes somewhat, I mean, isn't getting any, got no traction. Yeah, I mean, he might just be somebody who's just a college player. Like, I don't want to diminish, like, yeah. he would be a big get for us. Now, granted, like, to be honest, that's the first time I've really looked at his three-point numbers. I mean, 33% is cool, I guess. And like I said, he hit 20 of them. But that's, that's not I mean, really it's not, it's not uh, not as good as I thought. Yeah, but it's not as good as I thought. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, like, here's what I, here's what I care about. Um, Against Duke, he put up 18 and 16 against Liberty. He put up 19 and nine against Florida state in the ACC tournament. He put up 17 and nine against Miami in the ACC tournament. He put up 19 and 10. He might not be an NBA player. He might just be a really good college player. I mean, so was Jerron Maiman. So was Wayne Chisholm. I'll take that all day. I mean, if he's Jerron Maiman, he can just stay at Virginia Tech. Well, before be before Jerron Maiman lost both his knees. Yeah, no, before Jerron Maiman became handicapped. If he's Jerron Maiman, I'd rather just watch Fulkerson uh, stutter around out there, stumble around. Before he became handicapped, um, I'm looking at. I mean, he had 23 and 10 against Duke on the on February 26th. He had 20. Against Zion. He had 22 and 14. Actually, I don't think against, Zion would be there if it was February. He had 22 Producer, cut that out. Okay, well, he had 23-13 and 13 against the national champion on February 18th. And that's pretty good against that defense. Look, uh, he's good. I'm, I'm about tired of him, though. Like, he's not Kawhi Leonard. Make up your mind, bro. Yeah, I mean, like... <sighs> like, make up your mind. Because here's the thing is, like, some Tennessee players just sitting here waiting. It just, I know. Like, how terrible is that if you're Zach Kent or DJ Burns? Now, there's rumors about some Vol failing a bunch of drug tests. I don't know. They're just message board rumors. So maybe there's an obvious choice. I don't know who it would be. Maybe there's an obvious choice as to who's going to get the the process. I was hoping, my hope was that they were just going to get Pons deported. Just call call ICE? I, I was hoping we were going to call ICE on Pons and like we were magically going to find an issue with the green card. Kind of like that rapper that got caught with the green card issue a couple months ago that was, like, actually from the U.K. Like, yeah, do you want to take a guess at his name? No, I don't. Outset? Not offset, maybe? I don't know. No, I don't know. No. Uh, offset, offset's popular in culture, though. I mean, he's uh, he's married to a famous singer. 
Um, Do you know who Offset is married to? No. A famous rapper? Um, Cardi B. There you go. Okay. Oh, wow. Well, okay. Look at Sev dominating popular culture. So, I mean, I'm hoping, I'm still hoping, I still got a little bit of hope we're just going to get Pons deported. Um, <laughs> that would solve our issue. That would solve many issues. That would hey, solve. Pons, sorry, this, uh, this, this work visa. Turns out you have to be able to hit a three-point shot. Maybe that's it. Maybe we tell Pons we'll give him ten threes and he has to shoot at least and make three of them <laughs> or else his ass is going back to France. Like, Pons, can you make two of them or else you're going back to France? Do you think he could do it? Like, remember, like here's my thing about Pons I still don't understand is that I get, like, the offensive side of the game is going to come later than everything else, but why does he look lost on defense? There's no, like, just stay with your man. You're the most athletic player on the court. Why does he look lost on defense? I don't get it. Deport him. Like, I'm cool. Like, keep DJ Burns. Hashtag deport, Pons. So, I mean, but some kid is is unfairly and cruelly just waiting and watching the Kerry Blackshear recruitment play out in real time. Wondering if he signs with UT, if he's going to be told, hey, buddy, so what that it's about to be July and class starts in a month and a half, you've got to find another school. It's pretty shitty. because it, or, or pack your bags or going back across the pond. Yeah, or, or ICE is beating down the door at midnight. Maybe they can stage some type of fight centered around the, uh, the Women's World Cup since we're playing France. Maybe, that, maybe they can uh, get him in a hostile situation where he – he fights somebody over the women's team. So I did learn something about the Women's World Cup yesterday. Did you know? I'm sure you do, actually. You know who Megan Rapinoe's partner is? Is it just the woman who used to be on the soccer team? No, no, it's Sue Bird. Oh, I didn't know Sue Bird was a lesbian. I didn't either. I, mean, I, I didn't either until yesterday when I was trying to figure out how old Megan Rapinoe was. I thought UConn was the straight school. I thought everyone said UConn didn't get down like that. They, Yeah, I mean, that was definitely a recruiting tactic. Is Diana Taurasi? I mean, straight. Um, I kind of think Diana Taurasi might be asexual. She just Diana Taurasi is a lesbian too. She just wants to play basketball. Um, she doesn't have time for sex. She just wants to ball. So Sue Bird's a lesbian, huh? Yep. Yep. Good for her. Yeah, I did learn that yesterday. I mean, is anybody watching Love the wins. Women's World Cup? Yeah, I mean, I saw that their knockout round had like a six rating. Okay. You know, it drew in it drew in millions of people. Like, I found myself having it on whenever I was doing the radio show because it it started at noon. I saw that the resale tickets for this upcoming France one, the the kind of the medium price is in the three thousand dollar range because it's in France. Yeah, they should have really done a better job with this because this is the game. Like, even I knew that France was the second best team. They should have done their best to make sure this game did not happen until the final. Well, people wanted uh, America to try to throw their last game against Sweden to get on the other side from France. It sucks. I mean, it does suck because, like, this is like the one game that is really going to draw millions and millions and millions of people in. Um, I guess it's the I've seen people complaining about like the the interest in it. I guess the other games just nobody is watching. 
The, the, yeah, yeah. The the I told you the ticket prices for USA France. Yeah. I saw that the other quarterfinal, the ticket price is like thirty dollars. Yeah, and like there's nobody at the games. I mean, no I one wa- gives a shit about the other games. Like, I watched England, people watch Cameroon. America, and who knows? Like after after you know if t- if America beats France, like this might just crater for the rest of the way too. You know, outside of at least like ticket prices and stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, I would think it would like that. They should have they should have made sure that these two teams didn't play until the final. Um, yesterday's game, it sounded like America played terrible. I mean, oh, yeah, I watched it, man. I, that that's what surprised me is just like, man, it was terrible soccer. Yeah, like I mean, I don't I don't know if they if if it's fatigue or if it was just a sloppy game or what, but man, like every pass was, every pass was just like two yards too long, or I guess a foot too, maybe like three feet too long, maybe like a yard too long. It's just like nothing was crisp, and it seemed like every play America had was just get it to the middle and try to kick it down the left side to Rapino or Rapino or whatever the hell her name is. Yeah. So she's their best player now, right? I mean, I don't know if she is or not. She she seemed to be. I mean, she's the one taking the two PKs, and she yeah. was the one always with the ball on the sideline. The 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 second PK, I I, I saw a replay of it. I, I it looked weak. The second PK, I thought looked weak. I mean, the, the the call itself giving America a PK. Um, I thought that looked pretty. I thought America got a gift there. I don't really want to talk about the Women's World Cup much more. Are you getting – I mean, like, uh, I mean, it, it's – it is what it is. Don, I'm just enjoying talking to you. Oh, yeah, no, love hearing your voice. I just feel like we could talk about cooler things. Okay, what's up? I mean, I don't know, just anything other than this. Um, so – Over-under, uh, five dimes adjusted our over-under win total. I saw it was at uh, six and a half now, right? We are now at six and a half. That's bullshit. Over all day. Over all day. In fact, I got in a fight with my dad. Like, I, I promised the listeners that the only time myself and my dad ever get into it regarding anything is about Tennessee football. And it's always that he's not cutthroat enough for my taste. Like, he always just, like, you just got to give him a little bit longer to prove himself, you know, like... You can't expect them to win so so and so many games this year. And like we're, he had to take his car to the dealership Monday, so I took him at lunch. And after work was over, I took him back to the dealership, and we're sitting there talking. And I said, you know, Dad, if we stay healthy, basically, if Trey Smith stays healthy, Dad, they should win eight games. And he says, oh, no, 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 no way. You can't expect him to do that. You can't expect him to win at games. And I said, Dad, if you go through our depth chart, position group by position group, I said, it's not great. We have nobody at defensive tackle. We don't have anybody at defensive end. All our good players are extremely young at linebacker and in the second. I guess we got Batuli's a senior. He's really good. I said, Dad, all I'm asking I him. Know, I don't know if I would call him really good. Well, he's but good. He's, he's solid. He's yeah, solid. He, he's, 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 uh, he has some SEC talent. In the, in, the fir- in the front seven, there's very few players we have that you can say, we know what we're getting out of him, and it's good. You can at least say that about Daniel Batuli. Um, I don't know if that's a good thing. I would rather roll the dice with, like, J.J. Peterson. Oh, I think, I think that, well, I mean, I don't really care about Peterson as much as Crouch and 
the oh the yeah no I mean I, yeah I was just going with Peterson like I, I just because I mean he's been here for yeah. a year and I mean I, it would be awesome if Peterson won it. I just I have a feeling that like at this point everyone's more opt like I feel like if I had you rank like the linebackers that you haven't seen like Peterson Crouch or Tuoto Oto like everyone's going to rank Peterson the lowest right like yeah. everyone has more confidence in Crouch and and Henry yeah I, I totally forgot about Peterson until you brought him up right so I was just throwing him out there yeah. like I, I hope I hope he's better than Batuli I'd rather have Peterson out there no I offense have, to Batuli yeah, I, 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 I know what he is and it's I know what he is, and he's a he's an SEC backup or on a good team. Yeah, like he's not he's not seeing the field for Georgia. That's that's true. I mean, it beats the hell out of Darren Kirkland. Sure, and I don't know if he's seeing the field for Florida, but I mean, he he'd get in on some yeah. you know some sub packages. Um, and I was like, Dad, like maybe all, all I'm asking him, I said, Dad, all I'm asking him to do, I said, all he has to do is beat pudgy ass Joe Moorhead. That's all we're asking him. I said, I'm giving him Missouri. I'm throwing the Missouri game. I said the redneck has to be able to beat Joe Moorhead. He has to be able to beat that fat ass Joe Moorhead. Well, what'd your dad think? Oh no, no, you just you just asked him too much. You asked him too much. They, just, no, they ain't got it yet. They ain't got. I said, Dad. I said we got three five stars on the offensive line starting. I said we got a pretty good JUCO returning for senior season in Jameer Johnson at left guard. He's decent. And I said we got Chocolate Crowder back. But we got three five stars on the offensive line. We have Callaway, Palmer, and Jennings, Dominique Wood Anderson, and we have a running back that is faster than any player on Mississippi State's team in Ty Chandler. And it's at home. If you're if you're the head coach at Tennessee, and all you're being asked to do is to beat Joe Moorhead at home in your second year, you got it pretty good. And that is throwing, that is throwing the Missouri game. We're tossing that out. Who knows how they will even be? I'm sitting here laughing as you're naming all these offensive players. Like, we got Josh Palmer and Chocolate Crowder and Dominic Wood Anderson. Well, and the I'm Chocolate like, Crowder yeah. thing is obviously a joke. I mean, well, I know, but like Dominic Wood Anderson and Palmer, like, oh, okay. Like, I, I hear they practice good. Yeah, I mean, Palmer, I mean, like we have good wide receivers though. We have a solid wide receiver core. Jennings already hurt. Uh, you know, Callaway. I like Callaway, but I'm just like, you know. John, but you, your, John, your larger you, John, point. John, you don't get to shit on our football team after you were out here saying we're gonna win ten games like three weeks ago. I'm not shitting on the I'm not shitting on the team. I'm just was laughing as you're naming these players like it's not really like you're naming the the 27 Yankees lineup, you know. Well, we we got good wide receivers. We have that that's probably our strength. I don't know if they're good. I don't know if I consider them good. I'd take our wide receivers over Georgia's, I guess. Well, yeah. Now that they don't have any, so like I, I guess that's good. I mean, they don't have any. I mean, you could really see you could really see that line against Georgia sneaking down to about six or seven points come October. I do not think it's going to be at six or seven points in October. I can see it. I can see it. I have more faith in you. It's sad. It may be like 13 or 14, but whatever. Like, I we'll thought take the our line chances. was like 10. It is right now, but, I mean, I'm just uh, – we'll see. I'll be surprised if it's only at six in October. But it might be. Who knows? I hope we're good. I would kill for us to be good. It would make your life a lot easier 
It would make my life a lot easier. That's an understatement. It would make mine easier. I wouldn't have to hear you bitch as much about how much we suck. I wouldn't have to see you pacing around in your room, <laughs> biting your fingernails. October the 5th. Just sitting there October with your hands the in your 5th. head. October the 5th. I wouldn't be surprised. Have you bought your tickets yet? You, you bought your tickets? I bought my tickets in like March, dog. Okay, so you're ready to go? I'm ready to go, baby. I'm ready. I'm going to be, I think I'll, I mean, we have three big home games in October. I'll probably be at all of them, assuming like nobody dies, assuming like Trey Smith doesn't die on the field. Unless JG gets gets blindsided again. Yeah, unless Jared Garantano dies. I mean, which, I mean, it might happen. Like, it, it, it all, like the whole eight win things hangs on a thread because we have no depth. Bad news is our win total went from seven to six and a half. Good news is that's good for third in the SEC East. Why did it go down? I don't understand. I mean, I don't even – the the on, on the site that I was watching, the minus seven was already like minus 140 on the under. So maybe uh, enough people bet the under to move it. I don't know. Okay. I mean, I just don't think people know what to do with, the, you know, any of these teams in the East. Like – Alabama, Georgia are at 11, Florida, LSU at 9, and then Tennessee, Missouri, 6.5, Kentucky, 6, South Carolina, 6, which, by the way, take the under yeah, uh, South Carolina, sure. and, like, Ole Miss, 5. So, like, so, I mean – Go ahead, sorry. No, no, you're good. While we're talking about football, why is LSU getting so much love this offseason? Like, I, I don't know. I haven't been able to figure that one out. Like, why do we think they're going to be good? I'd feel much more comfortable saying Texas A&M wins at least eight. Yes. I would feel much more comfortable. Like, I feel very comfortable saying A&M will be considerably better than – I mean, not like – but A&M will be better than LSU. I don't, I don't get it. Like, I don't understand why LSU is getting this love. I don't know what to make of a lot of teams in the SEC. Like, I, I really don't know what to make of Florida. I mean – I read something this week on them, and it was talking about how great a defensive coordinator Todd Grantham is. And, like, we know that's not true. Yeah. Yeah, we know that that is not factually correct. We know that's not true. We know Todd Grantham isn't good. Um, we know Dan Mullen is a really good coach. But, I mean, should they really be as highly rated as they are? So, it sounds like you're getting excited for football. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm excited for football. Okay. So, that, that that's accurate. You are excited for football. Yeah, I mean, like, I think, like, um, the last two weeks I've started to get ready for it. I think that the thing that makes the most difference for me um, going into a year is just, like, whether or not I think we're going to be well coached. And if I think we're going to be well coached, I will get excited for it. And I think that we are well coached. I think that Pruitt is a good coach. I think he's great on defense. We have the Michelin Man at offensive coordinator back. Um, so he's going to do some things that are going to make us pull our hair out, and then the other 85% of the time he's going to call great plays. So I am excited. But, yeah, I mean, Georgia has no wide receivers. Like, Great point by Chad on the, uh, the Discord. Uh, not only does Georgia not have any wide receivers, their, their offensive coordinator is who? Um, what is his name? James Coley. Yeah, he, he was, was at Florida staff State already, right? He was at, okay. yeah, he was at Florida State for a while, and then he 
He's considered like an ace recruiter. That's about all I know about James Coley. He's never called plays. He's 46. Um, I mean, he was the offensive coordinator slash quarterbacks coach at FIU in 07. Then he was kind of, he was at Miami. He was at Florida State for a long time. Then he was at Miami with Ricked. Then he's been at Georgia with with Kirby. Um, he's considered an ace recruiter. That's all I know. So, yeah, I mean, we have no idea how he's going to call plays. Uh, we they, I imagine that it will be okay because they have plenty of talent. But, um, you know, we don't know. Who's their best running back? Swift? Is Swift still there? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they got good running backs. Yeah, I'm sure they do too. It's like a wise man once told me, the ball ain't round. That's the thing about football. The ball ain't round. Take some weird bounces every now and then. I'm getting excited, too. I, I found myself getting excited after, uh, you know, we picked up the in-state commitment yesterday from Keyshawn Lawrence. Yeah, he's he's awesome. That got me pumped. Apparently, we got a couple more in-state guys getting ready to pull the trigger. Yeah, I mean. So, that's good. I was reading VolQuest this morning when I got to work, and, like, they – are basically saying that they think we're going to sweep the top five in the state. Like, even Reggie Grimes isn't considered going to Alabama anymore. He's like a top 35 player in the nation from Nashville. So they don't think he's going to Alabama anymore. It seems like it's going to be a Tennessee-South Carolina battle. We're going to get most of the others. going to have to battle A&M for Chris Morris, the offensive guard. But it sounds like Pruitt is about to clean up on recruiting. And as is his M.O., we're going to take, like, 10 defensive backs in every class, it seems. Like our defense, if they don't work out, just put them at receiver. Our defensive back class is is stout. Again, you have Keyshawn Lawrence, the kid from St. Louis, and the top Juco cornerback. Um, yeah, Pruitt's doing well. We got, I guess we got Cade Mays' little brother, Cooper. Was it, was it Brandon Harris last year? Do we know if he ever got into school? Brandon Harris, who was that? Wasn't there another? Maybe maybe Brandon's not the right name. Maybe that's the uh, maybe that's the quarterback I'm thinking of. Didn't we have a commit like a safety that Anthony was it Anthony Harris? Anthony Harris. I don't think he ever got in. Okay, so he never made it in. So that's one less uh, defensive back. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm getting excited. I'm glad you're getting excited too. This will make it more fun. I you know I, I was I, I had a couple sales meetings with people and we we're talking about voluntary reaction. You know the post game show. We're talking about this podcast and it's just like. Last year sucked because you couldn't get mad and you just had to take it and just fucking grin and bear it. But this year is going to be fun one way or the other. Either we're going to blow games we should win or maybe, just maybe, we'll win games. We'll win, a, we'll win more than we're supposed to and we can just have fun and feel good about football. How much fun would that be if, like, we win more than we're supposed to? Like, we win eight or nine games. Like, that would kick ass. I know it's not where we want to be, but after where we've been... It would kick ass. The, this podcast would be a lot of fun. Your radio show would kick ass. The voluntary reaction would be awesome. We would just be happy. We would just be happy. Like, I mean, we would just be happy. That's all we want. I just want to be happy. You know, I mean, I, I am getting excited. Like, obviously, I'm excited. I think that, I mean, life is too short. Like, if you to not get excited about it, I mean, it's different when, you know, you have Butch Jones, but we don't anymore. We have a pretty, we have somebody that I think is a, is a pretty good coach. 
If not, he'll just be a dumbass redneck, and we can talk about how dumbass and how big of a redneck he is. Mm-hmm. Still a win-win for us, I guess. So I guess maybe Haynes King is committing tomorrow, too. Is he supposed to be coming here or Texas a uh, I, I don't know. It's going to be Texas A&M or UT. Seems like both sides think that they're um, going to get I know we had the whole Bailey versus Haynes King team thing, uh, but I was talking to Jesse Simonton of AllQuest, and he told me that Tennessee's taking two quarterbacks regardless, so I guess we might as well take the best quarterback we can. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, we might We're as well gonna... take two top 100 quarterbacks. That seems like a pretty good yeah. recipe for success. Yeah. Although, man, all those damn Marietta boys, there's a lot of them. Yeah. Haynes There's a King, lot of them. Buddy, Haynes King looks awesome. I'm not wasting my time looking up quarterbacks. I mean, he doesn't have as good hair as Harrison film. Bailey. I mean, I've not watched any tape on either. I just look at the how highly oh, rated looking, on 24-7. Okay, I thought you were just going to say you're judging off his headshot. No, I mean, but Harrison Bailey has a nice head of hair, which I respect. But, hey, take I, both of them and, and we'll let, let the chips fall where they may. It makes me uh, jealous. All right, let's get to some patron questions before we do. Let's shout out our new patrons. We got we had a good week. We had a good week when it came to the patrons. If you want to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash Reed's Ranch. New $2 patron, Michael McDaniel. Shout out to Michael. We love you. New $2 patron, Erica Brown. Shout out to Erica. We love you. My man Neezy went from $5 to $10. Said he had a little promotion at work. So shout out to Neezy. Shout out to Neezy. Congrats on the promotion. And we love you. New $5 patron, Clay Leatherwood. Shout out to Clay. I love Clay. Great guy. New $10 patron, Matthew Martin. Shout out to Matthew. We love you. And a new $5 patron, Lindsey Gallagher, who joined the Discord and was immediately scared off the Discord. <laughs> Smart decision, Lindsey. Thank you. We love you. She logged in, said, oh, I'll always be here, and immediately was creeped out, and I haven't seen her post since the first day. <laughs> she, she posted for like an hour. was like, nope, out, don't like it. Good decision. Good decision. Probably a smart decision. Let's get through some patron questions. Like I said, if you want access to the Discord, it's ramping up. We're keeping up with uh, you know, the Kerry Blackshare watch. We're keep, keeping up with football conversations, arguing about that. Been arguing about uh, NBA stuff for a long time, so it's fun. We got a channel for everybody. Let's start with Chase Clark 22, who asks, "Would you take three years off your life for the Vols to win championships in football and basketball back to back? You're guaranteed to live to see both." Uh, depends on how old I'm living to. If I'm like living to be 95, then yeah. Like, yeah, see, that's the pro- that, that's the problem. If I'm like only living to be 45, then no, because that means that's the problem. Is I don't think you get to know how long you're going to live. Then no. Yeah, I'm saying no on that too. No, thank you. Good question though. Now, that is a good question, and you know, some people would say yes, but I think the without knowing what your expiration date is, I don't think you can say yes in good faith. At least us, like you know, as young as we are. Yeah. Sure. If we're supposed to live to like 35 and I say yes, and all of a sudden, boom, down at 32, that seems like a bad transaction. Yeah, I'm already getting sad. Like, I'm going to start mourning now if that was the case. Would you come to my funeral and talk about it? Yeah, I would be there, John. What would you say? That you were my brother and that I loved you. And we, we, we would all, we would all, we would have like, there would be one dedicated portion of seating 
in the funeral home for the ranch for the ranch hands. Would you say that I have uh, officially logged off? I would say that you have officially logged off. <laughs> and put my shirt on top of the casket. And now he is logged off and put the. Sh- we would all put Reed's Ranch shirts on top of the casket. Okay, well that's that's not bad. I'll you know, could be worse, I guess. I mean, it could be worse. You're obviously loved. You obviously will loved. I mean, everyone wants to kind of see their funeral. You know what I mean? Like, that's always something people think about, right? Like, you think about your funeral before, right? My grandmother has hers, like, written out on the back of her Bible. So, like, she has it, like, totally planned out, like, what she wants done exactly, which I think is a little weird. But Just play, make sure they play um, Beulah Land. I like Beulah Land. That's play a good that song. at my funeral. That is a good song. It's a good funeral song. It's all my uncles have play it there, so just... Uh, Make a note of that. I was going to play a little Shake the Frost since you like that song so much. Not at my funeral. Um, my what's funeral. that one rapper from Virginia you like? That's why you got a fake ID from Virginia. What was his name? Well, I mean. I was going to play some of I his stuff. Pusha T? Yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, I liked him at the time. I mean, I like him. I mean, I don't. You don't have to play him at my funeral, though. Like, I don't. No, I don't associate myself, like, as a big Pusha T fan anymore. I liked the clips, though, when I was young, like, in high school. A lot. So, I mean, I did get a fake ID from Virginia because of it. Great I just, I just memory want on people you. there to feel like they know you like I did. Yeah, great, great memory. Great, great memory by you. So, that's all I want. I mean, it would be hard for I'm, somebody to know you like I do, but I mean, I'm, I, I'm going to pass on the, I'm going to pass on the championships though. No, thanks. <laughs> no, thanks. I'm, I'm not taking the championships for three years of my oh, life. Man, what if they really got pawns deported? <laughs> Hello, pawns. Are you uh, Yevas? Yevas Pons? <laughs> oh, I should have knocked. Now Frank's barking downstairs. It was just a joke, Frank! It's okay! Mm. DFS. I like this question. What is the one thing or place in the world that you would want to see before you die? Do you have an answer? No, I don't. I'm trying to think of what would be a... I think mine's the pyramids. I want to see the pyramids. Okay, I respect that. I, respect I don't know why I want to see the pyramids, but when I read the question, that's what popped in my head. Okay. The pyramids. Is that weird? No, the, the pyramids are awesome. Like, I want to see the Grand Canyon, but like I feel like that's easily attainable. Like, I can go next year to see the Grand Canyon. Yeah. I mean, I guess I can go see the pyramids. It just seems like it'd take a little bit more planning. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely more difficult difficult to get to to say the least and i'm probably not ever actually going to go there because i don't want to go to egypt yeah like no thanks i'm good yeah hard pass on north africa yeah egypt libya all those places yeah yeah it's like i'm, I'm never actually going to go so but how cool would it be to just like be on a camel and just walk right up to the pyramids on the back of a camel that'd be pretty cool but then i'd probably be like man this camel stinks and it's hot I bet it's hot. Can we get back in the air conditioner or something? <laughs> we can get back in the air conditioner. It was a good idea. It was cool when we talked about it on the podcast, but then when we had to go out in the 120 degree heat, wrapped in like blankets to protect us from the sun on the back of a camel, it it, it didn't it didn't pan out. Yeah, all of a sudden it wasn't so cool anymore. Yeah. A uh, good question by Slim. What's one historical event that you would change the outcome of? <sighs> um. 
9-11. I would have them miss the World Trade Centers. How about that? You get to pick both planes or just one? I mean, it's an event. Okay. Uh, mine would be the Titans winning the Super Bowl over the Rams. Okay. I respect that. Like, I would like to not end up a yard short and then score and then win, like, in overtime. Yeah. Well, now nice that I think Steve about it, I would like to Steve change. Steve McNair might be a Hall of Famer, you know, if he gets that Super Bowl ring. I would like to change my answer to Matt Malk in the damn quarterback draw in the 2001 SEC Championship game. I would change it to where we knew how to stop Matt Malk and got to go to the uh, Rose Bowl. It's too late, sorry. You've okay. already stopped 9-11. Okay. You just got to... uh it's got to take the L from Matt Malk and yeah. Nick Saban. Yeah, take the L from them. And, uh, I mean, both of them happened in 2001, right? Yeah. So at least you, uh, you know, honestly though, if you if you stop, if you stopped nine eleven, we'd we probably lose to Florida. We don't yeah. beat Florida. Yep. Good point, John. So, so you've probably cost us our trip to the SEC championship. So, if so facto, you you have stopped that from happening in history. But in typical bedazzled fashion, it cost us a SEC an SEC East title. You just answer cooked me, but I'm not mad about it. That was pretty I good. didn't answer cuck you. I just I butterfly affected you. I'm sorry. That was pretty good, though. You've been butterfly affected. We <laughs> lost to Florida, and now we're at, what, what three in the last 20 years? What, what, what are we at now? Four in the last 20 years? Is that, is, that our, is that our number right now? Something like that. So now you've given us an extra loss. Thank you. Go Vols. Casey Clawson's legacy is now ruined. <laughs> Would you like to answer a question about sex with Amy Schumer? No. Oh, yeah, we can. Uh, Jay Clowers asked if you would rather have sex with Amy Schumer and no one know about it or not have sex with her, but everyone thinks you did. The first one, obviously. <laughs> Why, obviously? Because no one has to know about it. Like, I can't imagine walking outside every day and people see me and the first thing they think is that he laid Amy Schumer down. Yeah, but you could always just be like, no, no, I didn't. You're wrong. But everybody thinks that I did. Do I get to? Yeah, I, but if you're just like, no, I didn't, then I'm not maybe a lawyer you'll like Jackie or, is. I'm not, I'm not good at convincing people. Do I get to argue my case and convince people that I didn't lay her down? All I know is that the uh, burden of proof is on them. Them thinking it, I guess they couldn't convict you of having sex with Amy Schumer. Well, it's not illegal it, to have sex with a grown woman. It probably should be illegal to have sex with her, but it's not. You could just be like, sorry, you weren't there. It didn't happen. You're wrong. The question doesn't seem to say that I can, that everybody's just going to assume that I, that I know Amy Schumer biblically. And I would rather people not think that regardless of how true it is. Some great questions in the, uh, the discord today. Blue moon Vol says uh, eight and five with a bowl win or eight and five with a bowl loss. Bowl loss. So you go eight and four. Yeah, I want the eight and four regular season. That's where I'm at too. Like the bowl game, like bowl games are cool. Don't get me wrong. Like I would be mad if we showed up to a bowl game and just laid an egg. I'm not convinced the bowl game really bodes anything much for the future. But I do know that if he goes eight and four in his second year here, the future is going to be pretty good. So give me eight and four regular season. 
much rather beat a conference team and avoid a loss to someone like Vanderbilt or South Carolina rather than just beating up on some like Big Ten or Big 12 school. No thanks. Uh, what's the worst job you've ever happened? Or what's the worst job you've ever had? Um, I worked for the census one summer. <laughs> after my, Did you go door to door? No, I didn't have to go door to door. They put me in the office. But I had oh, to work. I had to work the midnight funnier shift. If you had to go door to door, I had to work the midnight shift for the census. I, it was the summer after my freshman year of college, mm-hmm. and I would like, I mean, like I would have to go in at like eleven p.m. to like work for the census in an office and get off at seven a.m. Like I was making like nine dollars an hour. Like it sucked. I mean, it wasn't terrible, but, like, it, it, it was pretty bad. I haven't worked many jobs, to be honest. I haven't worked many jobs. I mean, uh, you know, I spent most of my life as, you know, like, my young jobs were pretty much all on the farm. Nah, you know, I had one office job outside of college, but it was fun. Um, I worked in a factory for two days on the midnight shift, and I said, nope, not doing this. Yeah, because I had I was taking summer school at like eight a.m. and working until like seven a.m. And I was like, "This is a terrible idea." I bet you felt like you got ran over. It's awful. yeah, it was a ter- It was like I, I got off at like six thirty and had to drive back to Knoxville and take a shower, then be in class by like eight fifteen. So it, it didn't it didn't happen. I was I thought I could do it. I thought I wasn't going to take summer school. Um, then I ended up taking it. So I was like, "Nope, not doing that." Um, so I guess my answer is just going to have to be. And really, this is the worst job I've had. Now that I talk now now that I talk all the things I've done before. Uh, when I first got into radio in Knoxville, I worked at 1180. And I had to produce Dave Hooker's second <laughs> show. We had airtime to buy, and he did his 11 to 1 show. And then he also did a 3 to 5 show. Wow. He did four hours of radio, two different shows in the day. I don't know why. But he did, and I would sometimes have to produce the three to five show, and it was brutal. The uh, the room I was sitting in would always be hot at four o'clock. I was hungry. I was tired. When I got off at five o'clock, I then had to drive back to Sweetwater, so I'm stuck in Knoxville five o'clock traffic. Um, I always had to try to track down whoever was going to pay me, so like getting paid was always a hassle. Um, and a lot of it was basically trying to cut his audio up from his first show to get it in the system because he was just replaying like an hour of his earlier show, Are like interviews and stuff. Me? Are you shitting me? No, it was a terrible experience. He, it was a he terrible would experience. replay his first show? Yeah, basically. Is he on radio at all anymore? I believe he's in Chattanooga. Jeez, man. I believe he's on radio in Chattanooga, last I heard. Like, nothing against Dave personally. I know some people don't like him personally. I had nothing really against him personally, but doing that three to five show was soul crushing. So then eventually I recruited Nathaniel Rutherford there, and he, he, he did it. He took my spot, and I didn't have to do it anymore. And then Nathaniel Rutherford got his foot in the door in media, and next thing you knew, he was, uh, you know, uh, producing other shows and working in media. So, you know, shout out to me for getting him a job, I guess. Man. And then me no longer having to work for Dave Hooker on his third and fourth hour of radio in the Knoxville market. Um, I'm looking up Dave's. Okay, so Dave's link in his Twitter bio doesn't go to what it says it does. It goes like a dead link, so I don't know. Man. Oh, okay. Man, that's sad. That's sad. 
That was by far the worst job I had. I hated that one. It, the, it paid $10 an hour, so, t- you know, two hours a day. I basically made an extra 100 bucks a week, but my radio show was from 10 to 11 at the time, so I would basically have to wait around from 11 to 3 to do that. But, uh, you know, I, I got a job, my station programmer, I kind of worked for him. I was really the only guy there getting paid. Everyone else was having to buy our time. So I was just trying to do be a good soldier and do what was asked of me, so... You know, it worked out for me, whatever, but that was brutal. That was paying dues, I guess. That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad, dude. Um, Grit wants us to debate this picture of an alien and a monkey cuddling that produced a white baby. Is it possible that aliens had sex with monkeys and that's how we were created? Um, I will say that the alien is bald and the baby is also bald. The similarities end there more or less i mean honestly i can see it because every now and then i see apes and i'm like you know what we definitely look like apes and i see aliens at least what we depict of aliens and i, I could see adding one and one together and getting three you know i want to know why aliens are assumed to be like green humanoid creatures like this guy like what if they look like ants or bees or bears or birds or birds or like adam silver yeah, Adam Silver is definitely not a human being. He's a lizard person. He is definitely 100% not a human being. I mean, they, they definitely made him get married, right? Yeah, that's the that's the conspiracy. That 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 David Stern was like, "Hey, you got to get married and and have a family and have a wife at least." Definitely, uh, definitely the rumor in NBA circles. What do you think he's like in an intimate situation? In an intimate situation, like in terms of like romantically and sexually, or just like one on one with a romantic with, you know, sexually. I'd imagine it would be awkward. If I was a woman, I do not think I would be wet. <laughs> I would request lube. <laughs> Yeah, agreed. I don't think I would want him to pin me down so he would not get on top. We would do the awkward sideways where he's behind me and we're looking, you know, straight ahead and I'm just there doing my taxes in my head. Just doing anything else. That's that's how I see that going. This is sad. I like this question from Chad. Shout out to Chad. One of the OG patrons. He says, you have four hours to complete a thousand-piece jigsaw puzzle. If you don't finish in time, another Hitler is born with similar similar ramifications. World War III, et cetera, et cetera. If you don't attempt it, you die. Which do you choose? <laughs> That's a good one. Well, I try to do the puzzle. A thousand pieces in four hours? Obviously, I try to do the puzzle because if I don't, I die. Yeah, that's true. You're not going to die in World War Three. I mean, like, yeah, uh, I mean, millions of people will, but uh, maybe not us. I mean, I mean, World War Three was okay for the U.S. I mean, it kind of stabilized the country. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'm obviously going to try to do it, and I'm going to try to finish it. And if I don't finish it, well, oh well. That'd be really cool if we could work as a team doing it. I'm picturing me and you doing a thousand-piece jigsaw puzzle together 
racing against the clock. Imagine like we have like a hundred pieces left in like ten minutes. Oh, that'd be fun. We're just pouring sweat. When you uh, when you come up next weekend, we should uh, get a thousand piece jigsaw puzzle and give ourselves you know four hours, and then if we lose, our girlfriends break up with us or something. Okay. Or they get to pour water on our head. That's or, fair. I don't know something. I guess she's gonna walk back home. I gotta take out the trash or start the fire. <laughs> they or can something. break up I don't with know. us if we don't finish it. They'll just break up with us. That's that's a good deal. And then we die lonely. Then we die lonely. We can never we can never date again. <laughs> sure, sign me up. We have we have to go try to mate with Adam Silver. Ugh. Lizard. He's a lizard. I mean, he he is a straight up lizard. Good batch of questions. We're at the 50, uh, 53-ish minute mark. So let's go ahead and shut this bad boy down. I'll save some of these questions for later. Uh, maybe we'll answer them in the Discord. Again, if you want access to the Discord, you want to become a patron to show that you're down with the movement, patreon.com slash Reed's Ranch. Check the iTunes feed every morning, except I missed like two last week. For the morning quickie, kind of giving you the uh, the headlines of the day as you start your day. Seth, as always, I love you, my brother. I'll see you soon. I love you, and I will see you next week. Shout out to uh, Marcos Garza. Shout out to all the patrons. We're out. Later. They told me don't make a promise you can't keep. All the drugs in your system you can't sleep. How many times you had to buy a plan B for a girl you never bring back home to meet your family, man. Man, I swear that's what I dream about. Ever since my mom told me that she need me out Always smoke a weed, causing trouble, never clean the house But I paid her back for everything, I guess we even now Nothing better than some head after a long day That's the only thing that ever keep mine on straight And she asked me why the long face How I spent $350 on this entree I drown my sorrow in that bottle Today is full of regret, find forever and tomorrow Man up, what's the problem? Everything is jazz and I'm stocked in. Yeah. I know it seems a little bit strange sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody live a little, everybody die. Yeah, yeah. But that's life. What you gonna do? That's life. Maybe I will spend it all with you. And I'm headed to the other side Where the grass is always greener And your bitch is down the ride But the ass is always meaner See my cash got deeper And my morals disappeared Never thought I'd be an asshole This my last show Can I please get a standing ovation? A hundred naked bitches in my dressing room waiting We lost a lot of blood for this fucked up nation